What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Bleeding BNG Podcast, episode 43. So it is exciting times around the Washington football team community. As I told you guys last episode, we get up for the offseason. You know, this is our time to shine. Each and every year for the last 20 to 25 years, this is our time to shine. So I'm going to give you a timestamp as we do for every episode. So it is around 10.30 on Sunday, January 30th. And I actually just got finished watching both um, you know, NFL championship games in the AFC and the NFC respectively. And they were great games. They were great games. So the Cincinnati Bengals will be playing the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles in the Super Bowl in two weeks. And I mean, the, 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 the NFL, these championship games that I watched today, they just solidified and they just secured the thoughts that I've had throughout, you know, the last couple of years, especially regarding the Washington football team community. Guys, we're not going anywhere without a quarterback. We're not going anywhere without a quarterback. Before we get into all that, though, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe because we really want to make sure that everything Bleeding BNG um, is your number one source for everything Washington football team. Um, if you're checking us out on podcasts, be sure to check us out on all podcast platforms. We're available on all podcast platforms at, at this point. So as I was saying, you know, this, these last two games that I just watched today just solidified what, what I've been thinking throughout the years and what I've been telling you guys over at my Bleeding BNG family is that we're not going to go anywhere until we get the quarterback issue solved. And to put it in perspective, guys, the Cincinnati Bengals were picking before us two years ago. They had the number one pick in the draft in the 2020 draft. I'm sitting here talking to you on January 30th, 2022. So less than two years ago, calendar time, they had the number one pick in the draft. They picked before us. But guess who they picked? They picked Joe Burrow. They picked Joe Burrow, the, the quarterback of the future and the franchise quarterback in the moment. And he has them in the Super Bowl Two years later, two years later. So congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals and congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. But like I told you guys, quarterbacks matter. Quarterbacks matter. Quarterbacks matter a lot. Um, it's a quarterback league. And these playoffs, you know, have, have, have really put a spotlight on that and really have put an emphasis on it. Um, if you go back to the, you know, great all-time legendary showdown, um, against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in the divisional round, like you need a quarterback and you're not really going anywhere without it. Everybody, well, outside of Jimmy Garoppolo, were the three out three out of the four teams um, that were still playing um, in the championship Sunday. They had adequate quarterback play or above adequate quarterback play. Damn near elite quarterback play. I'm saying, you know, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are elite by far. If you want to put Matthew Stafford in that in that category, we can have a discussion. We can have a discussion. But he's a damn good quarterback to say the least. He's a very good quarterback to say the least. So I have some fire, some fire content to give you guys today. Because uh, remember, we're trying to make everything over here at Bleeding BNG your number one source for the Washington football team. Um, so as I shoot this, this may be our last episode recording as the Washington football team. So I did want to do something special. I wanted to bring out the OG Washington football team shirt. You know, our shirt that we wore in our first episode. Because it's looking like, well, it's not looking like, this may be our last episode um, regarding us as the Washington, or with us, our name being the Washington football team. Now, some fire news, some big news nuggets or information drops between now and 2-22, which is Wednesday morning when the Washington football team has um, elected to announce their 
um, unveiling or their team name on the Today Show. Um, we're not going to be dropping any time, anything in between then. So the next time you may be checking this out on the Bleeding BNG podcast, we may be having a new name or we should be having a new name. So bye-bye with the Washington football team and hello the Washington whatevers. Is it Commanders? Is it Wolves? Is it Red Wolves? Is it Red Tails? I'm just ready for all this nonsense to be over with. I've been quoted on radio stations. If you're over, if you're a real bleeding BNG fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been I've been quoted by radio stations saying I'm a professional lip reader, talking about the team and things like that. By no means am I. That was straight sarcasm. But you know that was picked up on the national bar, national syndicated radio show. I mean, hey, you know we making noise over here, bleeding BNG. Um, but I'll just be so glad when this name is over. I am anxious. I am highly anticipating the name uh, because whatever the name is, I mean, I don't see myself going anywhere else. Like I've said in the episodes um, prior to this, I've renewed my season ticket package. So I'm in there for at least another year. So we're going to give it a shot. Um, but the fire content that we have for you today, I've actually come up with a list. I've come up with a list, guys. I've come up with a list, and I haven't really seen anybody do this. And you know, we're all about having original thoughts and original content over at Bleeding Me and G. So today's list is our quarterback wish list. We're ranking our quarterback wish list, and the way that we set up this list, or the way this list is going to go, is I ranked the top nine names. This came down to nine names um, that are being linked to the Washington Football Team um, as far as the quarterback position throughout the offseason. If you've heard Coach Rivera talk throughout his numerous press conferences after the season and his exit interview was in his joint press conference that he had with Martin Mayhew. If you've heard Martin Mayhew talk. If you've seen the, uh, our own writers, shout out to Michael Silver, putting out content on our own team page talking about, you know, we know we need to get a quarterback. Year three, it's time to get a quarterback. So, you know, it seems that the front office and, you know, the coaching staff and things like that are coming along with my line of thinking and the a line of thinking that I've been telling you guys since the beginning of the year is that we need a quarterback and it seems like everybody is finally realizing that and, and, and I mean whether I think that it's too late or anything like that or whether I think it, it should have been done sooner or anything like that I'm glad that we're we're talking about it and I'm glad that you know this plan is looking to come in fruition because I'm glad that the front office is finally realizing that you're not going anywhere without a quarterback I don't want to hear about battling around the defensive line I don't want to hear about building around a bridge quarterback where you're getting all, all these elite weapons that he can't even hit. I don't want to hear about that that 1990s way of roster construction anymore. In 2022, you're not winning unless you have the quarterback. So as I said, this is our quarterback wish list. So the way that I set this up or the way that I'm linking these nine names is um, these nine names have been connected to Washington throughout the offseason. Like I said, uh, whether it be with Coach Rivera, whether it be Twitter speculation, whether it just be social media speculation, whether it be our own writer writing on our website. These nine names have been linked to um, Washington um, as, you know, available trade options, available draft options at the quarterback position. So I've um, accumulated a list of nine names. Um, so I'm going to let you guys know now this list doesn't contain Jameis Woodson, Marcus Mariota, it's Teddy Bridgewater as far as trade or free agency options, 
or Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter, or Bailey Zapp as far as draft options. While they don't come, while I really didn't consider these those names as far as draft options, and while they may very well be selected by the Washington, whatever their team name is at that moment, I don't think that they're going to be picks at 11, especially uh, guys like Bailey Zapp or Desmond Ritter. These are guys I believe that if we do draft them, we'll be trading back for. Um, and, and even, even Carson Strong, too. I don't think that he'll be the pick at 11. And if he becomes a Washington football team member, it'll be because of a trade back scenario and things like that. And then just be, um, the names that I mentioned earlier is trade or free agent options. Jameis, Marcus Mariota, and Teddy Bridgewater. I don't believe that they're, you know, marginally better than Taylor Heineke. I think all three are better, but I don't know how much they move the needle. So I didn't consider those names. Um, so I'm just, um, for the rest of this list, so you can consider those guys, I guess, honorable mention. Because those names won't be appearing on this list. But the rest of this list is the nine names and me ranking the nine names that have been linked to the Washington uh, QB quarterback X, whatever you want to call it, quarterback mystery, 2022 mystery quarterback, whatever you want to call it. These nine names, um, and, and this is my opinion. This is my opinion. So I want to hear, especially if on YouTube, I want to hear you guys comment. Let me know how you feel about my list. Let me know if you agree. Let me know if you would disagree. Let me know where you agree. Let me know where you disagree. Because we have a list of nine names. So there's going to be uh, a lot of a lot of space and a lot of you know opportunity for disagreements and agreements and us having our fair share of you know right mind thinking you know and um, great dialogue. So remember, if you come if you're checking this out on YouTube, please be sure to comment. But let's get into this list. Let's get into this list. So the number nine name that I have on our Washington quarterback X wish list is Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky is serving is currently on the Buffalo Bills roster. Um, he'll be an unrestricted free agent going into this season. Um, and this is a guy who was the number two pick in the 2017 draft. He'll be um, going into his year 28. Um, he'll be 28 years old going into um, this season. And, I mean, he's, he's number nine on this list. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not really too um, high on Mitchell Trubisky. A couple things that he has going for him is that he does have dual threat ability. His age is a plus at 28 years old. And I also think that sitting behind a guy like Josh Allen can be a plus as well. You know, sitting in that Brian Dayball system where it seems to, you know, really work well for quarterbacks. Um, sitting behind a guy like Josh Allen, who is a stud, who's probably my favorite quarterback in the NFL at this moment, just in terms of play style and things like that, I think that that can be beneficial. He had time to sit away from the game. Um, and I think that, you know, those are the things that's going for Mitchell Trubisky. Some of the things that aren't going for him and why he's the first name to come up, so he's the lowest guy on my list, is I don't think he has, you know, exceptional arm talent, especially outside the numbers. I don't think that he pushes the ball downfield. And I think those are some of the things that you need to, 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 to do to win in the NFL. You even look at, like, today's game, the San Francisco 49ers, while they had a great team, they stopped, you know, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, they have Debo Samuel, they have dogs all around. But the reason that they were lost today is because they ultimately couldn't push the ball downfield. But Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback. They ultimately couldn't push the ball outside the numbers. So I mean, um, I mean Mitchell Trubisky, he does have the dual threat, a little bit of dual threat action going on. Um, he's a pretty good runner. Um, I know we don't like labeling right quarterbacks as you know good runners or natural athletes and things like that. But Mitchell Trubisky is that. He's a big dude. I think he's about six three, two hundred and twenty pounds, um, and he showed flashes. He showed flashes. I think a lot of people forget. 
um, about his 2018 season, especially early in that year. I think that was his second year in the NFL, and that was the year that the Bears were really good. We had that really good defense where early in the year before he shuffled that shoulder injury, he was playing really good football. Uh, I remember he was setting like the fantasy charts on fire um, early that year, and I believe that you know he came back a little hesitant um, following that shoulder injury, and I don't know if the shoulder injury has kind of zapped some of that arm strength and arm talent that he had. Like I said, I don't think he ever had superior arm talent, but you know, with him being a dual threat quarterback, and you know, um, you know him being 28 years old and sitting behind Josh Allen, everything. Um, is a negative on the Mitchell Trubisky front. Um, and, you know, uh, if we do bring in a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, I'm still going to be wanting to draft the guy in a, at 11. And that's why, you know, he's so, list, he's so low on our list at number nine. So going on to number eight on our list, and we just mentioned his name in our last talking point, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Jimmy GQ. Jimmy GQ will be going into his age 30 season. Um, and one thing that's special about Jimmy Garoppolo is, you know, he has a 45 and 18 record, so he's a uh, rec career record, um, win loss record. So he's a he's a career winner. I think that he's been set up in the perfect spots, though. You know, filling in for a suspended Tom Brady in New England or hurt Tom Brady in New England, and then building and then and then being traded to this superstar roster that I just mentioned with the you know the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G brought Jimmy G technically quote unquote led them to the NFC championship game. But I mean I feel like you know the team was winning in spite of him. He he wanted to give the you know the Dallas Cowboys the game practically. He was just throwing it to him. He was if the Cowboys didn't suck so bad, you know, they they might have been playing in the divisional round because Jimmy G was literally trying to hand them the game after the 49ers had it in the bag, you know, majority of the game. And then you look back, um, as I mentioned, I just watched the game. You know, his last throw and what seems to be his last throw as a San Francisco 49er was an interception in the clutch time. You know, he throws an interception in the you know deep back pin deep into his own end zone but you know that's where you know the clutch moments are that's the pressure moments where we expect our quarterback to shine and our quarterback to rise and Jimmy G just faltered yet again um the only reason really that he's higher than Mitchell Trubisky on his list is that you know I think he has a better capability of playing within himself but there are some things that I like about Trubisky at, um better um, in comparison to you know a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo um, Trubisky is a way better athlete. Um, I think they have, you know, very similar um, arm talent, which is marginal at best. Um, but you know, I'm ah, uh, 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 as you guys can see, I'm trying to talk up Jimmy G. I'm trying to sell you guys on Jimmy G. But if Jimmy G, like I told you guys before, if Jimmy G, if Jimmy Garoppolo is our starting quarterback going into the 2022 season. There will be, well, how many, we got eight or nine home games next year. There will be nine Washington football team tickets on the on the ticket marketplace in Section 139 coming from me because I won't be attending a game. I won't be attending a single game if we start out the 2022 season with Jimmy Garoppolo as our quarterback. So he's number eight on our list. Number seven on our list. Number seven on our list, our first draft eligible candidate. And that is Mr. Sam Howe, the quarterback from the University of North Carolina. He'll be playing, um, he'll be entering his age 22 season. Um, in 2020, he threw for 3,500 yards. And, you know, pairing him with a guy um, with his, you know, 
college mate and De'Ami Brown could, you know, prove to be something special. One thing that I really did like about him um, this year is that he proved to be um, much more of a dual threat capability uh, athlete um, than people really gave him, you know, any shot of being or any anybody any classified him as ever being um, with a 1,000-yard rushing season and, you know, uh, while he excelled last year um, in 2020 with that you North Carolina North Carolina offense uh, featuring the guys like Daz Newsom, De'Ami Brown, Javante Williams, um, Michael Carter, you know, Sam Howell is showing that he can excel with a good supporting cast. But the thing that I did, like I mentioned about those 1,000 rushing yards, is he didn't necessarily have as strong of a supporting cast this year, but he made things happen. He made things happen. I believe that, you know, Sam Howell is more like a, a – in my comparison for Sam Howell, is like twitched up Baker Mayfield. I think he's more athletic than Baker Mayfield. I think they have similar statures. I think he has a stronger arm than Baker Mayfield. But one thing that shocked me coming out of, like, the next-gen stats for the NFL throughout the season, I think Baker Mayfield had the furthest throw as far as air yards of any quarterback throughout the season, which is pretty shocking um, because we don't really consider Baker as a guy that has, you know, the strongest arm or anything like that. And I don't think Sam Howell would ever be a guy that can be considered to have the strongest arm. But, I mean, I really like him as an athlete. Um, I like his mechanics as a quarterback. I mean, I, I, I like what I see from Sam Howell. Uh, I mean, seven on this list isn't bad. You know, we're creeping up on the list. Um, he did. He did show some aggression as far as you know a processor to me um, this season, um, and I think a lot of that had to do with you know he didn't have his guys there. Um, he was playing with a bunch of new faces, and it showed. It showed. If we're being honest, you know we're not all about sunshines and rainbows over at Bleeding BNG. We're 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 really about giving you that real, honest, broad, uncut commentary. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't mind Sam Howell as you know our quarterback for the future. Um, he's not my number one guy, but I mean, if you're giving it, if you're giving the realms to a young quarterback, I wouldn't mind it being a guy like Sam Howell because he's has shown a lot of promise and he has shown a lot of flashes. So at number seven, Sam Howell, quarterback out of the University of North Carolina. Number six on our list, Derek Carr. Derek Carr from the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr will be going into his age 31 season. Coming off of a year where he just threw for 4,800 yards. And, you know, he seemed to be the glue of the Las Vegas Raiders franchise. Now, let me mention. Let me mention. Today, um, it was reported that, you know, the Las Vegas Raiders actually hired their GM and actually hired their coach or is expected to hire Josh McDaniels, um, the Patriots offensive coordinator, to be their head coach. And I don't think that now that I don't think now that with that news coming out, I don't think that the Raiders are going to part ways with um, Derek Carr. So this might be for not. So I'm not going to spend too much time on Derek Carr with that information being um, released in the last, you know, 24 hours, 12 hours, actually. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't mind Derek Carr um, as an option, as, um, you know, our franchise quarterback. He is on the raw side of 30. But, like I've said, I mean, he showed he's, he's – his play has been better than anything that we've had since, you know, maybe one year of Kirk, maybe two years of Kirk. But this is a guy that's consistently fighting with, you know – in-house drama going on with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, 
you know, he, whether him dealing with whether these guys in house want him and things like that, he's been dealing with that year in and year out. He's been losing his receivers. He lost his deep threat early in the year with the Henry Rugg situation, but he still managed to get these guys into the playoffs and things like that. Um, he's resilient, um, and, and I mean, I like Derek Carr. I don't think he has the most special arm, but I mean, I think he he does have a good deep ball. Um, he does throw it. Um, he's fearless, um, and those are some of the traits that I like. Um, if he if he is in this office, I know that he's going to push this ball downfield, which I think can be very very beneficial for guys like Deami Brown um, and Terry McLaurin. So I mean, like I said, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I think it's for not at this point. I think he's going to stay as a Raider. Um, but at number six on our list, Derek Carr. Moving on up. Now we're at the front half of this list. Moving on up. Moving on up. We're creeping into the front half of this list. Number five on our list. And this may shock some people because we were hailing this guy as QB1 throughout the season. We were hailing this guy as QB1 in draft talk in September. And we and we was bragging about it too. You know it. Because we like being first over here at Bleeding BNG. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with liking to be first. Number five on our list is Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett will be playing in his age 25 season, um, his age 24 season, excuse me, coming off a season at the University of Pittsburgh where he threw for 4,219 yards. Um, and, you know, he's coming off of, he was a Heisman candidate. So, I mean, he's coming off of a, a stud year. Um, and this was after, you know, being shaky in his first four years um, at the University of Pittsburgh. And, I mean, speaking of Cincinnati Bengals, as I was early in this episode, Kenny Pickett reminds me a lot of Joe Burrow, and it's no, it's not just the small hand size as we've heard over the course of this last week. But I mean, they have similar college career paths. You know, struggling early in the um, early in their careers. You, if you guys can recall, Joe Burrow actually had to transfer to LSU because he got beat out by Dwayne Askins at Ohio State. So I mean, Kenny Pickett, and I think they had, their play styles are a lot alike. I think that um, you know both of these guys can be runners when they um, want to be. Uh, but they do scramble and they do stay alive in the pocket with intention of throwing the ball downfield. They keep their eyes downfield. Um, I think those both of those guys have similar traits. No, I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is Joe Burrow because, like, as I'm talking to you now, this guy's getting ready for a Super Bowl. But I do see a lot of the similarities. These guys are going to be going into um, the NFL as older prospects. These guys are going to be, um, you know, like I said, the hand size is a similarity. Um, I think that they have similar arm strengths and things like that. I mean, I, 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 I've been telling you this. This was our quarterback run for, for a while. So you guys know I'm very high on Kenny Pickett. Um, and it may shock you um, because he is not our highest draft eligible candidate on our wish list. Um, the only knock that I really see on him is that he's um, going to be, what, 24? So he's an older prospect, which isn't necessarily a knock uh, because this looks like a positive um, when you consider um, a lot of these other names on this list and these guys are on the wrong side of 30. Um, this is a guy, if he does pan out, he's going to be your franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years. And, I mean, and you can just you can just roll with it if he if he if he shows that he's the guy that was Kenny Pickett in his fifth year senior his fifth year senior year at Pitt and not the guy in his first four years. You have a gem at quarterback. You have a, a Joe Burrow 2.0. You have a guy that can that can turn your franchise around in two years, as I mentioned with the Cincinnati Bengals earlier in this episode. Like 
Kenny Pickett is that dude, and I love Kenny Pickett. I I I I don't really see many flaws in him. Um, I don't think that he processes as fast as Joey Burrow. I do think he's a little more twitchier though, so that makes up for it. And I do think that they do have a lot of those other similarities. So at number five on our list, Kenny Pickett. At number four on our list, Mr. Discount Double Chat, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Mr. Aaron Rodgers will be playing majority of this season um, at age 38. He's coming off of what many believe is going to be another reigning NFL MVP season after just being bounced out of the divisional round of the playoffs by the San Francisco 49ers. And, I mean, a lot of people expected him to be out of Green Bay because, you know, he wasn't necessarily the most content last year. Um, and it was a lot of uh, conscientious, it was a very conscientious relationship leading up into the season this year. And I think a lot of people are just um, re expecting him to be frustrated with the way that, you know, he's been eliminated in the playoffs, especially these last three years. And especially losing to his hometown childhood team like the San Francisco 49ers. I think that a lot of people are assuming that he's realizing that, you know, Maybe the Green Bay Packers aren't just going to get over the hump. And, you know, with the discontent that he exuded last year, a lot of people are believing that he's going to be free. Um, I will mention that one of the things that I begin to notice is the amount of offensive coaches that are set to lead the Green Bay Packers. You know, I think that their offensive coordinator just got the head coach job with the Chicago Bears, and I think their quarterback coach is following them over there as well. Um, and so I'm looking at that as like, is there something that they know? Like, why are they bowing out? Is there something that they know? Um, and I know by any means a coordinator isn't turning down a head coach job, but I think there, there are other position group coaches that are leaving as well. Um, and I think that, you know, I, while I don't expect Aaron to really consider us, I think he is in win now mode, and I really think he likes being in, you know, the Midwestern to the Western part of the country. I don't really see Aaron Rodgers as an East Coast guy. Um, but the talent is evident. Um, the reason that he's not higher on this list, the reason that he's honestly not number one on this list is because he is 38 years old. So, I mean, we're only going to have him for, what, maybe three to four years max. Um, I don't see him playing to age 44. I don't think that he wants to stay with the game that long, a la Tom Brady or anything like that. He's talking about retirement now. So this may be for not as well because he may be retiring. Um, he may be announcing that within the next week or so. Um, a lot of reports are coming out about that as well. And, I mean, uh, just like Tom did yesterday, uh, if he does decide to retire, he'll be retiring on top. I don't expect him to, though. And, and like I said, I don't really expect him to be uh, looking at Washington. I think he's more looking at teams like Denver, um, potentially San Francisco, maybe, if they want to, you know hold off on Trey Lance for another year um, and ride off into the sunset that way with his, um, you know, childhood team or anything like that. But at number four on our list, the reigning MVP, Mr. Discount Double Check himself, Aaron Rodgers. Moving on to the top three. Moving on to the top three, guys. We're at the top three. We're at the, 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 the top third of the list. We're at the top 33% of this list. So let me go ahead take a sip of this Gatorade before we go through our top three names. At number three. At number three. Mr. Dangerous. 
Mr. Let Him Cook. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Russell Wilson. Mr. Russell Wilson. Mr. Russell Wilson. Mr. Russell Wilson will be playing the majority of this season at age 33. He turns 34 late November. Uh, he's coming off of a down year where he did sustain a, a, a finger injury. But like, 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 let's not fool ourselves, guys. The talent is there with Russ. This is a guy that's always in MVP talks. While he does have it, while he doesn't have an MVP, he's always for the last six to seven years he's always been considered a top five to ten quarterback, and, and that that hasn't changed this year. And, and don't let a little finger injury scare you off. If you guys look, he 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 recouped. And he bounced back um, over the last, you know, three weeks of the season this year. And, I mean, I believe that, you know, this is a really likely destination. I believe that we're, we are a really likely destination for Russell Wilson, even though we weren't on his trade wish list or the teams that he were quote he was, quote-unquote, interested in late last year. Um, I believe, like I said, I think that this is a real um, destination for Russell Wilson. He's from Richmond, Virginia. Where do we have our training camp? In Richmond, Virginia, if you guys didn't know, and I think that he'll be perfect for this offense, pushing the down, pushing the ball downfield. The guys like Terry and Diami using Curtis Samuel and the plethora of roles I expect us to use them in. And guess what? We can present to him because uh, I know a lot of people are like, "Well, why would he leave Taylor like Tyler Lockett and, and DK Metcalf and things like that? And why, why would he come to Washington and things like that?" Well, guess what? Washington can give him that Seattle has never been able to give him in his eleven seasons with the with the Seattle Seahawks. A goddamn offensive line. An offensive line, which was our best unit as a whole this season. I think that those prospects make can potentially make Russell Wilson's eyes light up. Like, I mean, the talent is still there. Like I said, don't let that 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 finger injury scare you off. He was a quarterback playing with a bad finger. Like, like. All right, what, did, what, what did you expect? What did you expect? I mean, he he bounced back from that. If you look at his last three weeks of the season this year, he he, he played Russell Wilson football, like like a quarterback with a finger injury. That's like having a blind. That's like having a blind doctor. Like it's just not. It's not gonna work out. It's just not gonna work out. I'm all in for Russell Wilson. Um, the only reason that he's not higher on this list is the age. He's on the wrong side of thirty. But the talent is there, and while he is on the wrong side of 30, this is the guy that you can be having still play, what, in the next six to eight years? Um, I don't know with his play style, but I, I, I think that he can play up until he's about 38 or 40 at least, though, because uh, this is a guy who takes care of his body. Um, I, I know he spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on his body. Uh, I think that, you know, a market like Washington, while we aren't the biggest market, I think it can, it can attract him and his um, beautiful wife, Sierra. Um, I know they're big in, um, you know, the black renaissance and, you know, opening up small black businesses and things like that. And, you know, that agenda is heavily pushed in the DMV area. So I think that this can be a prime spot for Russell Wilson, who is um, checking out at number three on our quarterback X wish list for the Washington football team. At number two, at number two, and this might be the biggest surprise on this list. This might be the biggest surprise on this list, guys. Number two, I know we told you Kenny Pickett was QB1 um, throughout the draft season, throughout the college football regular season. But at number two on this list is Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Yes, you heard me right. Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. And the reason that I say this is because this guy, like, 
This guy, while he is raw as the chicken that I have in my freezer right now, while he is as raw as the chicken that I have in, in my freezer right now, this is easily the most tooled up quarterback prospect in the draft cast. This guy has the most tools. This guy has the best arm. This guy is the best runner. Like, if, if, if I know I know the quarterback position isn't about the underwear Olympics or things like that, but I believe that if you really invest in Malik Willis and give him a real true quarterback guru, I don't know if Ken Zampezi is that guy or not, this guy can turn out to be your next Patrick Mahomes, your next Josh Allen, because the tools are there. He's faster than both of those guys. He runs the ball better than both those guys. His arm is just as strong as both those guys. Now, I'm not saying he's nowhere near as accurate as those guys, but guess what? Josh Allen had accuracy questions coming out of the University of Wyoming. But guess what? The Buffalo Bills invested in him. And I know Coach Rivera, because him and Coach Sean McDermott are very close, he refers to the Buffalo Bills model a lot. Well, go get your Josh Allen. My comparison for Malik Willis throughout this draft comp is short black Josh Allen. This dude is so tooled up. This is a guy that can flick his wrist and throw the ball 70 yards on the run. The mental processing is slow, but when, you, when you're running a 4-3, 4-4, as he's been reported to run, you can buy yourself a couple of seconds. And I believe if we invest in him with a QB, um, with a QB guru like you know, Brian Dayball or, or a, a guy along the lines of that, you can speed up those mental processes because I've, from everything I've heard, the work ethic is there. Guys, if I know he's played at Liberty, and I know that's a huge step. And if we do draft them, we may need a bridge quarterback, or we, he may need to sit behind Taylor Heineke for a couple of games. I wouldn't even give it four games or things like that. But go watch some Malik Willis film, guys. This guy is... Randall Cunningham, Josh Allen, Michael Vick, all in the one. All in the one. And if we can give him a little bit quicker processing time, this is this is he has the potential of being going down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And like I said, this is all potential, so don't 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 go in oh bleeding me and G said Malik Willis is gonna be the GOAT. No, I didn't say I, oh, this is based off all potential, but the tools are there. And and verbatim, verbatim. One of the things that multiple times that Coach Rivera has mentioned and when, when looking for a quarterback this season and his presence and things like that, he says a quick twitched up quarterback. Malik, Malik, that's that, Malik Willis fits that build to a T. Malik Willis fits that build to a T. The best dual threat in the class with the most natural arm talent. How could you say no? And that's if we stay at 11. Because if we get the number one guy on, on my list, there's no way that we'll have the level picking out in our draft. We might be having to give up our, few, uh, our next four, four first-round picks for this guy. But I would do it. And that's why he's number one on my list. And that is Deshaun Watson, the quarterback from the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson is going into his age 27 season. Deshaun Watson is coming off a year in 2020 um, where he led the entire NFL in passing. And, I mean... As you guys know, he didn't play this season. So whenever he plays again, he'll be he'll be defending his passing title crown um, because nobody would have t taken it from him necessarily. 
Uh, and we know about all the legal stuff going on with Deshaun um, Watson. But as I've mentioned before, all that stuff is in the civil court area right now. Um, nothing has gone um, to any legislative courts or things like that. Um, and, you know, in this scenario, you know, my team, as, you know, a Washington football team member as I am, we would have to talk to Deshaun's legal team, but everything is clear out. But even if... Even if Deshaun has to miss like six or eight games, which has been the precedent for guys that have, you know, sat out for legal issues and things like that, um, I would still do it because this is a guy that has dueled with Josh Allen. This is a guy that has dueled with Patrick Mahomes. And while I've talked about the prospects of what Malik Willis can do, I've seen it with Deshaun Watson, and I know what he can do with Terry McLaurin. I know what he can do with De'Ami Brown. I know what he can do with Antonio Gibson. I know what he can do with all of our weapons that we believe that we have. And I believe that we can have with the right quarterback. Or I believe that we do have that can showcase their abilities with the right quarterback. So, I mean, if everything checks out, and by no means am I trying to undermine any of those allegations, but to be honest, at this point, they're allegations. And in this scenario, hypothetically, these allegations and his name was clear and he's good to play football and I'm in the business of winning football games so Deshaun Watson would be number one on my list Deshaun Watson would be number one on my list and like I told you I'll trade all the draft picks as much as they need because this is a guy like I said at age 27 he still has about 10 to 13 years with me left um, and while he is considered a dual threat quarterback I, I, can, I believe that he's one of those guys that really does not want to run he wants to run the least out of all the dual threat quarterbacks, in my opinion. And, you know, that can contribute to longevity. So, at number one on my list, Deshaun Watson, he tops our quarterback X wish list for the Washington football team. So, that'll do it for episode 43 of the Bleeding BNG podcast. Uh, check, let me know how, how you guys feel about our list. Remember to comment, like, and subscribe if you're checking us out on YouTube. If you're checking us out on our podcast platforms, be sure to rate and review, especially if you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to leave a rating and review. Finesse these algorithms so that Bleeding B&G is your number one source uh, for everything on Washington football team. If you haven't, check out our social media pages. Check out our Instagram and our Twitters. I'll be leaving those tags on the videos. And, the, hey, the offseason is here, the fun time. Let's hope that we get our quarterback X and we can stop suffering, guys. Until next time, I'll check on you guys. Peace.